it's a Christian platform. So I will, um, I will um, refer to the Bible. You know, in Jeremiah 1, 5, the Bible actually tells us that before I formed, well, it doesn't tell us, it was speaking to Jeremiah, but gives us an indication of what the Lord does with each and every one of us. To the prophet Jeremiah, it says, before I formed you, I knew you. And I want us to keep track of the word I, I, I. So the, the Jesus is saying, before I formed you, which he formed each and every one of us, I knew you. And then I ordained you a prophet to the nation. So I think that it is so important when we say finding ourselves, it is going back to that purpose which God created us for. So in my own strength, I could be, you know, I am an accountant, I am this, I am that, I am a daughter, I am a friend, I am this, and all of those things are nice because he has given us all things for our pleasure and for our enjoyment. But when in the context of this show and in a family setting, I think when we talk about finding ourselves, it's about really going back to understand that context for our lives, or I will put myself or each and everyone should put out our names in Jeremiah 1.5. And it is really understanding the purpose for which God created us and, and the, the plan um, that he wants us to walk out um, in this life. Yes. Thank you so much. I've got here, to me, when, you know, when we talked about, the, you know, you read about the book of Jeremiah and it talks about, you know, God prophets, you know, when you are talking of prophet, do you know that individual, we are also prophets. And when the Bible is referring to nation, in our own generation is where you are. You see, mm -hmm. your profession, your church, mm -hmm. office, anywhere you are, that is where God has ordained you to reign as a prophet. Mm -hmm. And who is a prophet? It is someone that would need to impact positively into people around. Mm -hmm. So for me, I've got in my notes, it means knowing your natural and potential capabilities through your priceless daily experience. Every day we live, those are the things that mold you, that shaped you. If I write from your mother's womb, when you were born, if I, I do tell people, if you want to know the, the purpose of God for your life, you need to give your life to Jesus because you don't even know from the beginning of your life, you are not the one that tell God where you, you need to be born into, the family, the country. There are so many things about you that you don't have answers to. Mm -hmm. So my first thing is that you need to be able to, you know, understand it, your capacity through your normal way, the way you do things, your experiences, the things you experience on a daily basis. It means courage. It means confidence. It means independence. It means sense of self-worth. It means self-reliance. It means understanding the purpose of your existence in life, which Angie has actually told us. And the next one I said is, is it means you are the research. You want to find yourself? You are the research topic. You are the researcher. Yes. You are the examiner. Yes. You are the judge. Mm. You are the everything of your life. And you know that school you are is 24 seven. Yes. And it's forever. Yeah. This is this is how I can simplify it for you. Mm. If you are looking for pastor to tell you you are you are deceiving yourself. Mm. If you are looking for me here to tell you you need it's something you need to discover yourself. We here we are just going to tell you how you need to do it. But once you get to that level of knowing who you are, mm. 
Whatever that is happening around you in your society doesn't matter. Whatever that happens at your place of work does not matter. Whatever in, the fa in your husband's family they are pushing to you doesn't matter. What matters is you. And that is why you are very important. You are very, very key. And that is why you are the researcher. And that is why you are the research. You need to find yourself. You need to research. You need to understand the purpose. Why did God give? Why did he even create created you as human being? Not a stone. Not a tree. Not an animal. And the next one I, I, I put here is you need to take journey of life. It's something we discover piece by piece. You know, step by step. It, it doesn't come like, yeah, I know who I am. It has to be you taking ownership of you trying to understand who you are on a daily basis because you have to understand your changing. Yeah. Environment take, tell you some things, environment mold you, places you go to mold you, things you eat, things you hear, things you do. Those are the things you need to take care of. And that is my own simple way of telling you what it means by finding yourself. When you find yourself, nobody can save you here and there. The Bible says when you know the truth, it will set you free. So you need to know the truth of your life. Why do you have that mom? Why do you have that spouse? Why do you have that brother, that sister? And if you think they are giving you a problem, they are giving you a problem because you still don't understand yourself. Because when you understand yourself, the problem they are giving you, you will know that God wants you to use that problem to turn it around to something better. Amen. Amen. So this is finding yourself for me. Understand who you are, the purpose. You see, it's very big and deep. So many books outside there talks about it. In a very simple way for me, if you are looking at me, just look into the mirror. Who is that person you are looking at? And the person that you are looking at, if it's yourself and it's not your spouse, that person you are looking at is the only one that can define you. Yeah. Is the only one that knows what is inside your heart. Yeah. Is the only one that actually 100% will say, this is who I am. Yeah. Not what I see. You are beautiful, you are, you are this, you are that. I can say that, but I'm not 100%. So if I'm not 100%, I won't say it. We live in a world that social media is the one telling us how to live our life. Majority carry the votes. Whatever that is raining is the correct thing. You just follow. You see Christian church, they are doing Zazuzi. And they preach about it that is the grace of God. They talked about it with favor when the time of favor comes. I'm not disputing that thing that hey, the, the guy is good, talented. But you will have to understand who are you. Is a, a human being with like God created him. I don't hate him. But if Christianity is not saying that whatever that is raining should be we should be inculcating it and be everything everybody does you just want to do to show that you are in vogue. That is not Christianity. And this is what is affecting our family, our home. Your husband has to go and buy that car because your, your friend is riding it. Who are you? You've lost your identity. You've lost your purpose. You've lost what... Because your uniqueness is what the world needs. Your uniqueness is what will give you impact. People have told me, oh, you are very good. Do go to singles. I said, I'm not called for singles. I'm not called... I'm called for homes. I family is my passion. 
Because whether you are single or married, you are from that home. Yes. Identify yourself. People will come, let them come, they will advise you. They, are, they have the entitlement to advise. But if you don't know your purpose is dangerous, mm. and that will take us to the next question. How do we find ourselves? Thank God for your life. And in, in, in the introduction, you told us that in 2019, something drastic, something great happened in your life. Your eyes you were hoping to understand the reason why God called you, why he created you. Not because you want your daddy and mommy to only benefit from you as a, as a child. You know, this is what some parents do. They mortgage the life of their children. They plan their children from their, for their retirement, for their pension age. So they mold them, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer, you have to be this. So that at my old age, then you'll be living for me. They don't know it's a cost indirectly. Mm. So this is what I'm saying that if you know yourself, you will know that that child is just a gift of God. You will hand over that child and you will nurture the child to be independent. Because it will help you. But some parents, this is why we have issues. See, I'm just digressing a little bit. But thank God for your life that 20, 2019, you are confident that this is when you have that relationship with God and your eyes were open to your purpose, uh, to the purpose of God for your life. So please, in the next few minutes, I won't stop you, but I will come in few, in the next few minutes, just tell us, how did you discover yourself? How did you find yourself? Yes, uh, thank you very much. So I think that from the introduction you just gave, um, we can also deduce even from the word finding that it's a continuous thing. It doesn't say found yourself, you know, it's not a one-stop thing. So I think that it's worth saying that the process of finding yourself is, is one that evolves. And, you know, we hear in the Bible, I think it's in um, Galatians, um, no, Hebrews, I think it is, where it talks about strong meat belongs to people who are of age even those who by reason of use have learned to exercise um, and discern both good and evil. You know, so I think it's really important to say that there is a, the more you walk in it, the more you are sincerely working with God, he will start to unravel himself in sort of layers and you would eventually start to find yourself. So I think it's worth saying that first and also like you said earlier to clarify that i'm not there yet but clearly i am walking currently in a different revelation and a, a deeper dynamic of what i used to so i would say that from a very young age i've always had the sense that i that there was more to life it's very weird because i wasn't a normal child and most of my friends will tell you as well that i if everybody's talking left angizo will always be right you know my perspective on life has always been very different i have and thanks to my mother especially but my parents is i didn't grow up um to be like materialistic or anything like that so i and my, my mom, who is a doctor as well, she was very hardworking. She is very hardworking. We had everything we needed. You know, we were taken to Sunday school. I had a, 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 a I grew up in a church and, you know, in a faith-based environment. And I think that is also very important. Um, and I will say, I, I just went through the motions, you know, I went to church, I came back, I didn't offend anyone as well as much as I could, you know, got good grades at school, you know, all those kind of things. Within that, 
all of those. Yes, I will pray in the morning, in the evenings. If there's fasting and I can fast till 12, I would do it. You know, all of those things. But deep down within me, I knew there was more. I knew that I wasn't created just to, you know, do all these things and that would be it. You know, in fact, I remember thinking to myself sometime in my teenage years, surely God has, he had better plans. He's thinking about something. He's not a wasteful kind of guy. There must be more to this. I wasn't really phased, car, house, okay, fine. But there must be more to my existence. And so I had started to explore, and I would say explore because I didn't really know what I was doing, what it meant to really partner with the Holy Spirit and what it meant to partner with God to bring his heart to earth, you know? I would try a few things, maybe like witnessing to friends who were into, and myself growing up, I had my, my phase of just trial and error, practicing different cocktails of iniquity, you know, as a, as a young teenager, thinking, ah, this thing is too hard. That can someone just be, you know, praying and just be waiting for one Holy Spirit to tell you where to go. You know, it wasn't so easy, to be honest. And I'm sure most people can relate as well. But there was always, and there has always been that thing of there is more. There is more, there is more I have to do. And it's beyond, it's beyond me. I've, I also had a, thankfully, a deeper revelation of God in the sense that I knew that God wasn't a vending machine. You know, I need this, he gives me, tomorrow, then I'll forget about him. Then tomorrow I need this, he gives me, then I forget. Or, you know, I also didn't really, it didn't settle with me to just think of God as just this cash point that I just go and get things out of. So I started to press in a lot more. And after I got married in 2018, by the special grace of God, and only now can I call this a blessing, I had a period of what I will call my own lockdown or isolation. My husband was working away, far away from where I lived and grew up. And so I had to, um, I moved with him and I, I was, it was a period where I was alone for a couple of years, um, just by myself. I would come into London for work, but when I went back home, I was just home. You know, he works in a hospital, work long hour, long works long hours. So I would be at home watching movies. How many movies can I watch? Talking on the phone. How many times can I talk? And he didn't even like noise at home. So you know, it, it, I had a lot of time, and I'm so grateful for, to God for that. I'm so grateful for the wisdom that in that time I spent it pressing into God, really asking Him. What do you want me to, and before that, I have to say, I generally also don't tend to make big decisions and I, maybe I should narrow it down to small decisions now going forward, but I generally don't make decisions without asking God first. God, what is it you, that you want me to do? Um, and wait until I hear. So in that time when I had, I was by myself most of the time, I was really studying the word. I was, uh, the, the scripture that I used to read almost every day was um, Ephesians 1.18, that the eyes of my understanding would be flooded with light. And so I would say that, say that, and say that. And I would say, God, what is it? Anybody can marry anybody. Anybody can be a wife, anybody, you know, what is it that you're asking me to do in this season? What is it that you're asking me to do in this family? What is it that you're asking me to do in my job? What is it that you're asking me to do in my generation? I would read the word. I would listen to messages. And these are practical tips for people who want to take this with. Um, Andrew Womack, you know, does a really good 
um, he has a really good uh, teaching called You've Already Got It, Spirit, Soul and Body. Miles Monroe has a, a lot of teachings about the kingdom and how you operate as an ambassador of a particular kingdom and knowing yourself, if you're representing a country or something, there's a way you carry yourself, there's an understanding you have of where your provision comes from. There's a mandate you have to fulfill. And so in that time, I really genuinely just wanted to know the heart of God. I didn't just want to do the routine, you know, marry, have a child, you know, get the house, get a job, do this, get old, die. You know, it didn't, that didn't appeal to me. For some people that's fine and it's okay for where we all are, but for me, I needed more. And so pressing in, um, in isolation, because I think there are a lot of people who might testify to a period, maybe, when they were going through issues or something. But for me, in that stillness and silence of about two years, two and a half years, I really, and God is so good because if you diligently seek him, he will draw so close to you. He will start to talk to you. He will give you the boldness. He will change your character. You know, I, me that used to talk a lot, I go everywhere. I then became just so reserved. I cannot wait. I have a catalog of messages I want to listen to. It started to work on me. And again, one key thing that I would say right now, the first thing which I was really shocked about was God really drawing my attention to my words and really telling me the importance of what I say and not using my words carelessly, not jumping on comment sections to say things carelessly, really just focusing on words. I'm like, what's the big deal? I can repent, I can whatever. But that for me was so shocking that I realized, oh, wow, God must really care, you know, about this for it to be one of the big things. You know, in that time, he gave me a book, a children's book to write. He really just repositioned us. So many things happened. But I think finding myself and the current level of maturity that I'm in came from that time of isolation before COVID happened and it became, you know, a mainstream word, isolation and really, really pressing in to, to, to the mandate and the call that he had for me and the boldness to actually then be able to walk in, in that path. Hallelujah. <laughs> you see, I, I decided to let you just, you know, flow because that's the main thing. This is the practical way that we are not just speaking in theory, because I'll be telling you some theory aspects, but thank God we, we have a sister here who has experienced it. And I will use up my own personal experience as I'm being led. I hope I've got so many, but I will use my own personal as well. But here I've put some stuff down. Thank you so much, Angie. You are a blessing to this generation. And we, we are still waiting to see what God is trying to bring out of you to help this generation and they will come speedily in Jesus name. So how do you find yourself? The number one thing for me, I put here is you have to be honest with yourself and being honest with yourself is all about you being authentic. <laughs> we live in a world that everything is fake. I'm a lady, I do makeup. In fact, my husband doesn't really like me with makeup, but when I'm celebrating something, you know, I just go and make up. And I've, and I've heard many people that some, in some marriages, the husband got to man, you find out that <laughs> the face at the wedding is different from the, the face in the house. Packaging. That is the world we are living in. If you are truthful to yourself, don't package your life. Stop this packaging. Be honest. Be truthful to yourself. Be authentic. You see, Psalm 139 told us everything about you. 
Even when you are being made, when your daddy and your mommy, they were doing it and you have been formed, he knew you. You are complexly made. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. There is nothing about you that is strange to God who made you. And this is why I'm using this opportunity to tell you that the only person that can help you, you've heard from Angie, is God. The only person, from my own, from my own experience, the only person that made my life this good is Jesus. It teaches you. It tells you. Even when you can see from, from what I said, he said on and off, on and off. Even me that I'm talking, I have been down several times. But I held on to his love. Because he loved me first. Because I experienced his love. So be honest. Be truthful to yourself. Take time to think about your strength, your weakness, your value, your desire, your fear. And surrender everything to Jesus. That will be your first step. Maybe you are confused. Know yourself. Finding yourself. This world is too big. How do you? You are evolving. So you are not saying it has to be now, now. Yes. Set, start doing it. It's progressing. I'm talking to you. I'm still finding myself. There are places that I will go to that I will misbehave. If I don't understand. If I don't ask questions. If I don't learn how to behave. Imagine me going to the Queen's Palace and be shouting like this. And I've been told that there are, there are protocols. You can't even stretch your hand to her if she didn't, she didn't ask you to, to bring your hand forward. There are protocols to follow. So even as I'm talking, I'm still working in progress. But the only thing I can tell you I'm sure of is I want to progressively understand everything, the reason why God brought me to this world. He didn't bring me to this world only for my parents. He didn't bring me to this world only for my children. He didn't bring me only to this world only for my family. He brought me to impact. We are lights of the world. And this is why you have to reach out because people are waiting for your manifestation. There is something more to you that, so you, if you want to do it genuinely, be, be truthful to yourself. Be honest. If you are struggling, tell it, tell it, speak out, tell God, go for counseling, meet right people. Because you are the only one that knows. You may be struggling and I'll be pampering you. You are dealing with something. That is why you need to take time to understand your strength, to understand your weakness, to understand, have a value, your desire, your fear. Everybody has fear. Everybody has desire. So nobody is above all those things. But you have to be truthful about them. When you realize them, send them to your maker. Be open to your maker. Number two is being honest with yourself can be painful because you are the one that understands it. But it's a real deal that shows your humanity, that shows truly you are a real human being. And that is what separates you because when you understand that, yes, I can make mistakes. I'm not scared of making mistakes. I will learn from my mistake and I will move on. Because we lie to ourselves most of the times when we don't tell ourselves the truth and something happens, we cover it up. It is well with that statement. You see that word? It is well. It is well. Mm. And you are struggling. You love the Lord. You want to do the will of God. You love your wife. You love your children. But something is wrong. You need something is wrong somewhere. You just look into that mirror and talk to yourself. I'm going to be real to myself. And I will stop lying to myself. I will stop deceiving myself. Mm. 
That is the starting point. The next point is self-awareness. You have the ability to understand your emotion, to understand the way you think, what makes you to think like that, what makes you to behave in that way. You have the ability to study how your emotions and your thoughts influences your behavior. If I ask you who you are, this is what people see. They will say this is who you are. They will tell you because of the way you behave, the way you speak, right? But the main person that knows the real thing is you. Give yourself a sense of worth. You are priceless. Appreciate other people. Beautiful. My sister, she's very beautiful. I'm beautiful in my own way. I don't need to compete. I don't need to stress myself. Give yourself a sense of worth. It allows you to stay rooted in your value. Can I just say something very quickly, especially yes. on that point you just made on awareness and value. I think it is worth recognizing that not every, because of our personality differences, not everybody is able to find that for themselves. I'll use myself as an example. Okay. Um, even though I, I am quite a confident person and I have a mind of my own, in the period of this, my evolution, and I'll probably say maybe from 2017, 2018, I had to go and get a, a counselor or a therapist, not necessarily because I didn't know I was a child of God or not necessarily because I wasn't aware of the grace of God and his purpose for my life. But there were still some things like I used to deal a lot with impatience and anger issues sometimes and just some other underlying things that I was, I've prayed, 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 I've fasted, those things didn't seem to shift. And I think it's worth saying, and I, I'm sure you, you would endorse as well, that if you need to seek a professional to help you to really key into some of those back areas, it is an investment that is definitely worth it. For me, that helped to dig into some areas of my childhood, which I had suppressed. I didn't even realize I had suppressed it to move on, but those things were always playing up mm. emotionally and the, the fact of how I became, you know, a self-assured person, a lot of that was actually for survival, but I hadn't quite realized that it was just, you know, it was being tough or dealing with things or just handling business because let's get on with it. Mm. But that then removes an element of grace and patience when you're dealing with another human being. Yeah. And so sitting with the professional who's able to say, Angie, okay, let's go through a timeline. What happened when you were zero to one, two to three? How did you feel when somebody did this? You know, how did you feel when you had to find the solution to your problems from a, from a very young age? How did you feel when you had to choose your own school subjects? How did you feel when no one came to your prize giving ceremony. And I'm thinking, what is the connection for that? But that sometimes, in my case, it influenced how much I felt that I needed people um, oh. and how much grace I felt I could extend to other people because oh. I, I, solved, I solved my own issues myself. Why, yeah, chop, chop, you know, you need to be quick with this. And sometimes you then miss out on a deeper level of vulnerability and that plain canvas that God then wants to paint upon. So I think that for people who struggle with that awareness, for people who struggle with their worth, you know it because you're getting things done on a daily basis, you have a good job, you have this, but you know that there is still a blockade somewhere. I think it is worth um, um, 
And I think last year we had a counselor come on on one of the episodes who, um, I think she was a marriage counselor, but there are people out there that can really help you to dig into deeper issues that might be acting as a barrier to finding yourself. And so that you do not carry on and build on a mediocre or on a, on a foundation that's not the best um, that God wants, wants for you. I thought it was worth just putting that in. Thank you so much for that contribution. Thank you. I, 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 I do tell people to go for counseling, right? But you see, when you have some people that they don't have that capacity, you know, imagine a sister that she's struggling. She doesn't, they don't have the financial capacity. They don't have the, the time or anything. It, that doesn't mean they should not stay, no counselor. So this is how I'm going to live my life. But if you can, cancel, going for counseling is very, very good. Yeah. And you have to be truthful. And I'm saying, I do tell people, even going for cancer, you have to be, you have to be absolute that you need change. You know, I've seen people that they went through this counseling and I did not see any, anything. Yeah. You have to go with an open mind. You see, some people just go like, because you advise them to go. But if you, if you yourself know that you need help, you know, you will go with the mind of very open mind and be ready that after this thing, I expect something better. And that is that is the level I think we should be telling people. It's not about you just going, it's about you being absolute and make sure that you are not just going for ticking the, 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 the boxes that, okay, they said I should go, I have gone. That is what some people do. But when you are going, you are going for yourself, not for anybody. For yourself and ensure that this thing works. And for you that you don't have money to go to the uh, professional counselors, you have people around you. Just pray that God should open your eyes to people around you that can help you. It, it works. When I was struggling with anger issue, the only thing Holy Spirit helped me to do is that I always put myself in their shoes. And it reduces. Before, I have a very, very low tolerance for anything I can say disrespectful. I, I can even slap you. I have a very low. And the reason why I have the low threshold is my upbringing. In my house, the way you talk matters. When you are even standing and you are looking, they underline it for you. So I, I came into marriage with that, those baggage and I was like everything getting irritated, very sensitive. To me, I was thinking it's my family that they are the only sensitive people. They are respect, uh, respectable people. Every other pe people, they are not. I have to change myself out of that. I have to change my mentality and try to ask God, how do I deal with this anger? It's really helping because anger will help you to be to, to destroy what you have built if you don't work on it. Yes. What you have labored for for years, in a second, you just snap like this and everything can come. It's not a good life. So you have to be sure that, oh, do I want to continue like this? I don't want to continue like this. So I have to work on this. Thank you for that um, contribution. The next one is forgive. Do you want to find yourself? Leave your past in the past. Leave your past in the past. Don't allow your past to define you, but learn from the failures and don't overwhelm yourself with them. Your past is very important part in figuring who you are because that is your starting point. From what you've just told us now you know the journey has to start from a place 
Because if you really want to know who you are, you don't deceive yourself. You have to be honest. You go back to the source. The source that you can understand that, that is very obvious to you that this is the starting point. Then you go there and start analyzing. It's painful. Some memories, they are painful. I'm talking to you that some of my past, when I remember, I cried. I'm telling you. Yeah, I do tell people one-to-one, -one, but I'm talking to you so, so that you won't say nobody has any past, nobody. There are some things that you, you have gone through that when they come running to you, you cry, but you don't dwell with it. Mm. You don't stay there. You don't let it overwhelm you, but you are going to make it who you are. What do you want to be? Mm. It's impossible to find out who you really are in the present moment, when you are so engrossed with your past, eh, somebody slapped me. This is what happened to me. Somebody raped me. And that was why my life has been like this. Somebody did this to me. That man, that many people, you need to, you need to get to the level of finding yourself to make sure that this past will not define my, my present. Because your present, you can control it. The future, you don't know it, is in the hands of God. The past, it has happened, it has happened. This is the one you have power over. Can you stick to it and work on it? I'm not trivializing experiences. I've told you I've got mine. You've got yours. But should that define me? Should that shut me down? Should that make me to be... Uh, to, to not to fulfill the purpose not to enjoy the grace of god should that make me to sh to just close up hmm. forgive so you want to find it we are talking about finding yourself we've talked about we've we've talked about the practical way we've listened to what the, the person that god has helped to find ourselves we are saying that you have to be honest now you have to be you have to have self-awareness and we are telling you if you need to go for counseling you need to go for it now i'm telling you Forgive yourself. For, if forget the past. I live with somebody, they slap me, you don't eat. That is why your life is like this. Move on. Somebody did this to me. Move on. Because the, if you don't forgive anything, if you don't forget all those things, you are telling those people that hurt you that they are your masters, they are the owner of your life. You have handed the control of your life to those people. And you will never move on. Mm. The next one I want you to know is that you need to learn to be different. Mm. You don't mix with everything. Everything goes. This is the in thing you are there. You are all over, all over, all over. Learn to be different. From bread on a daily basis, we have been exposed to things that made us or destroy us. Such as culture. Such as things that is it this culture you have to even think about it yourself what is the impact of this culture for my family because that culture was set up for a purpose they've outlived the purpose are they still relevant for you i'm not against culture if i like my culture very respectable culture i like it but if it's in line with the word of god if it's not in line with the word of god i don't stick to it mm. We, we live in a life that made us to be prescribed. We have prescribed identities and not our own genuine, unique identity. Mm. The identity most people carry, they are the one they prescribe for them. The name people gave them. They find their ego. 
you know yourself that this thing is not okay you know it but they are finding your ego because you have a title because you are so ashamed to let people know and they are finding it learn to change learn, learn to do things F to find yourself and fulfillment you have to be unique so learn to be different you don't need to majority your life is not about democracy if the economy is the environment is about what your life is so unique it's so precious to god it's not about democracy you must take stand on what you are set into your life you need to develop your own value system and approach your life the way god wants your life to be and stop comparing yourself this is the way my daddy does things then you want to follow if there are good things and they are okay fine right i'm not saying that but you it should be something that this is your decision not that your daddy is deciding for you or your mommy is telling you what to do in your husband's house I still listen to my parents. I still get advice, but they are not the one telling me how to sit, how to talk, how to do other things. No. Let me leave it at that. We can't finish everything, but I'm looking at the time. And we still have some of the questions that we need to 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 um to respond to. And then I want us to talk about the danger of not finding ourselves. And after talking about the danger of not finding ourselves, we want to talk about what finding yourself is not. You know, we are saying finding yourself. Some people would think be confident. They are very arrogant. They are very stubborn. Nobody can tell them what to do. You see, because they know themselves. This is another thing that I want us to be very careful. So finding yourself does not mean you have to be arrogant. You have to be heady. You have to be controlling. No, that's not the finding yourself we talked about. Mm. So let me quickly go to the question we have. We have a few questions in the house. And I'll quickly direct this to you. Through what you've said, you've answered some of those questions. But I will, I will ask you this one. If I find myself, can I still be friend to people who are lost? Will they contaminate me? Do I have to isolate myself? Um, that that's a very it's a very good question, and I think one that um, a lot of people think about, and maybe that's why they don't they're not bold enough to to find themselves. I did I did want to say very quickly before I answer that that when you were speaking earlier, the story of the prodigal son came to mind, and you know we read in the Bible that he came to his senses. So he was already living one kind of life before, as we know, he was eating food with swine and not the best kind of life, knowing the kind of father he had, but he came to his senses. So that's just buttressing the point that the realization or the penny dropping is going to come from you. Um, somebody else cannot help you find yourself. I'm sure even when he was eating pig's food, you know, people would have said to him, uh -uh, your dad is this person, your dad is this person. I'm sure at some point, I don't know, I'm dramatizing now. He would have probably said, oh, I, you know, I can't be bothered. I'm not going back to that house again. Do you know what they did to me before I left? All these kind of things. But he came to his own senses. And that is so important to realize that you are the only one that can do it for yourself. Now, in terms of um, whether you can be corrupted after you have found yourself, I think it is worth saying that the ones that are for you are more than the ones that are against you. And I think that it is also worth saying that, as you said earlier, um, and stop where that you should be comfortable with walking alone for a time. 
it is very, very possible. And in my situation, I have had a couple of years of being by myself. And that is very fine because the presence of the Holy Spirit and the new people that he's brought in have been more than enough for the call, not because of socials or anything, for the call and the mandates that he has given to me. So I think that it is important that to note that you there would need to be some adjustments. Um, if you have truly found yourself in Christ and you're walking in the light of that understanding, it is unlikely for you to be corrupted. It's not impossible, but it is unlikely because you have to abide in the shadow of the almighty. And the Bible says that to be carnally minded is death, to be spiritually minded is life and peace, not just life, life and peace. So when you're carnally, if, you, if you're in life and then you contaminate yourself again and then die, hopefully you would realize that something has changed and it's something has gone wrong. But it is possible um, if you're a little bit wobbly to be distracted and to, to fall again. Well, not fall really, but to... ...for that contribution. But if I will come in another angle, the level that God wants us to be, God wants us to be light. Mm. We are the light of the world. And if the light, where do we see the light shining more? It's in the dark. Now that is why you have issues in the church. We are all light. We are, I can't say our Lord, the light is so too much. But we need to go into the dark. The dark, these are the people, this, this question is talking about. My unbeliever's friend, how am I living my life? I have to live like a life for them to want to know my God, not for me to be scared that they will take me away from God. There is possibility they will take you away if you don't know who you are. This is, this is why who you are is very important. But if you know who you are, instead of them taking you away, why, why can't you take them into your own light? Why can't the light you think you carry, you see, why can't that light shine on their own path for them to see clearly and want to acknowledge the God you serve? And that is the way I would think about it. That is the way I want us as Christians. Don't be scared. Go out there. Reach out to people. We have to reach out. Because they are Muslim doesn't mean you should not be their friends. Because you are, they are a Buddhist doesn't mean you should not talk to them. They are human beings like you. Their religion doesn't define them. It doesn't make them. You live as a child of God and reach out to them with the love of Christ. And let Christ do the rest. This is why Christianity is beautiful than other religions. We don't need to work for our God. He does it himself. We only need to speak. But in speaking, you don't need to be scared. You know, you don't need to be, I don't want to go to, so because he's a Muslim, I won't talk to the person because, no, I don't want, no. Because she's an alert, I can't talk to her because she's an alert. No, that is not the Christianity God, God, uh, God uh, Jesus gave us. We have to go out and reach out. We are the light, we are the salt. The thoughts in our life should kill any evil in their in their life, not killing us, not destroying us. The, the next one says, is it possible to be lost again after finding yourself once before? That you've known yourself now. We are talking about finding yourself. So you find yourself. You know the right from the left. You are on your you know your lane, you are focused. Is it possible to go back to your former life? It's, I would say it's possible. 
Um, it's possible, but it depends on how much you actually, you've already answered the question, actually, if you truly found yourself, and there's a passage in the Bible, I'm not sure what it, what uh, the chapter is, where it says that um, once you come into the knowledge of Christ, it's actually impossible for you to go back or something, something like that. If you truly know who you are, um, it will be very, very hard. That being said, there are people who I'm sure we, we held in very high regard, either in the church or in community, who have lost themselves um, after, after being found. So it's going to be very hard because if you found yourself in Christ and you're being led by the Spirit of God and the Holy Spirit dwells in you and all of your spiritual senses are working, you should hopefully be able to discern um, when things come in to derail you, but it is possible to, to lose your guard and, and therefore... Yes. So it is it's quite possible. Brother Paul said, even if I fall seven times, I will rise. The most important thing you need to do, just keep on rising. Hmm. And when I say keep on rising, does not mean you should be in sin and be asking grace to abound. You see, many of us, we just interpret the Bible and we do things with our own. We decided to sin. You know that this is a sin. You enter it because you think God will forgive you. Let me quickly read some, some uh, contribution from the platform. Uh, Bromi, well, thank you. Mommy, thank you, bro. Beloved, thank you. Uh, mommy, Aji Shafe, thank you so much for being a blessing to us. Uh, let me see. Any question? Don't be defined by the past, but put. But look forward to a glorious uh, future. You move on. Thank you so much for those contributions. So, this is what we are saying that. Um, is a continuous process. Thank you, my brother. That's my brother. Shegun is my elder brother. Thank you so much for your support. So if you if you 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 have it, you can you can go back, but don't be absolute about your salvation. The Bible says we should you we should walk our salvation with fear and tremble because anything can happen. Don't just be too full of yourself. Ensure that you keep on being the light and not in the dark. Thank you. So I'm looking at the time and I want to promise six minutes. Angie, you can see it's not easy. <laughs> oh. You can't believe that we've spent one hour, right? <laughs> and that is how it is. That is how I struggle with time. And I said 2022, I want to be born again. So let me just rush like two minutes. Let me rush with danger of not finding yourself. The danger I've got here you will have no identity and the problem will extend to every aspect of your life which will affect your children your career your wife your husband your friends everybody you will have issues because they don't you don't know yourself and that is what lack of identity does to someone your happiness will be dependent on people people around you so if people around you make it to be sad they control they have the most control of your happiness and joy you will deny yourself a chance of knowing how great, how beautiful you are. Let me read somewhere. And I, I came across a, a Bible passage today. Book of Job. When Job was talking to his, his critics, he talks about um, Job chapter 12. I am sure you speak for, for all the experts. And when you die, there will be no one else left for, to, to, to talk to us. He's, he's talking about people that think they know, you know, you know everything. You just want to say everything. You are the all in all. But Vastiri says, but don't forget that I also have a brain. I don't intend to play second fiddle. So you are not inferior to anybody. You also have a brain. NIV says, 
but I have a mind as well as you. I am not inferior to you. NLT says, well, I know a few things myself and you are not better than I am. This is when you know who you are. You have a brain, I have a brain. I'm a child of God, you're a child of God. I need to work on what I need to work on. So danger of not finding yourself. You are lost, you are undervalued, and to the extreme, people like that commit suicide. They are fed up, they are tired. You see them struggling, they want to do it. People say they should do this, they do it. People say, but nothing is working, nothing is working. They lack confidence, the inferiority complex veil them up, they are unable to see how they can improve. They are never satisfied. They are not contented. No, there is nothing you do to such people. You are, they are never satisfied. Those are the danger. And what finding yourself is not, it's not being arrogant. It's not being selfish. It's not being controlling. It's not looking down on other people. We have to rush this. In one minute, Angie, can you just give us your con <laughs> conclusion statement? I want us to finish on the dots. <laughs> one minute. That is that is not fair. Okay, my concluding my concluding statement. I will just read from the Bible because that is the only basis that I know. Um, so I will read Galatians five sixteen would be my concluding sentence, and it says, uh, KJV. So this I say then: walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the, lust, uh, for the flesh lost against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, they're in war. And these are contrary to, the other, to one another so that you cannot do the things of the world. Um, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Verse 19, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, wrath, strife, heresies, murder, drunkenness, blah, 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 of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in the past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So what happens if you do not find yourself? You will be living in the flesh, the flesh and your spirit, and that call upon your life, they will war with each other. You will want to, you know, Paul said, I want to do good things or what I think I should do, I don't find myself doing. What I don't want to do, that's what I find myself doing. So when you really find yourself in Christ, because that's the context with which we're speaking, you would first of all have a greater control of your flesh. And it is out of the flesh that all of these other disasters flow from. Yeah. So I think it's the danger is that you would be you would live a more fleshly life, um, even if you wanted to be better, it would just not be possible because they would be warring with each other. So I really pray that the Holy Spirit will help us um, and and give us the confidence and the boldness to know first of all that it is possible to find yourself in Christ, and then once you have found yourself in Christ, it is possible to walk in the new knowledge and in the new revelation of oneself that we had and god is so good there is there are fruits when you start to walk find yourself and walk in the path that he has called for us so i really pray that god will give us the grace the strength um and the courage to keep walking that path in jesus name amen thank you so so much thank you so so much 
and i will conclude by saying proverbs chapter 1 verse 10 says if sinners entice you don't give your consent and romans chapter 12 verse 2 says do not conform to the pattern of this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is so finding yourself is doing the will of god you need you don't need to do what people are doing you see nlt says don't copy the behavior and the custom of the world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think mm. then you will learn to know god's will for you that is where you should stay message says so here what i want you to do god helping you take every day the ordinary day you're sleeping you're eating going to work walking around in life place it before god as an offering embracing what god does for you is the best things you can do for him and verse 2 says don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking instead fix your attention on god you will be changed from inside out readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity god brings the best out of you develop well-formed maturity in you this is what you need to do finding yourself and when you are finding yourself stop criticizing yourself stop condemning yourself stop judging others don't play god matthew chapter 7 nowadays people just do things they like and matthew chapter 7 says why do you look at the speck of dust and sawdust in your brother's eyes and you pay no attention to your to the plant in your own eyes pay attention to yourself in finding yourself how can you say to your brother let us take the speck out of your eyes when all the time there is a plant yeah the one in your own eyes is even better than the one you are seeing mm. this 2022 develop yourself work on yourself find who yourself you will be so happy to know how great how glorious how wonderful you are you are not inferior to anybody to the president you are not inferior to the anybody in the world you are not inferior because there is something about you take time look after yourself take time to study yourself and embrace yourself look into the mirror and say god thank you for being me compete with yourself not with your environment not with anybody with yourself and see how god will help you i hope you have been blessed we are we are looking at the time it's three minutes at least three minutes i'm still i'm still coping i just want us to i just want to talk to us about next month by the grace of god before that time thank you hanji thank you so much despite the fact that uh, something is happening today you still decided that no god frost thank you god will honor you for doing this thank you so much and help me to thank doctor for releasing you everyone thank you so much for your time thank you for taking our time to i hope we are all blessed we have to just rush ourselves but don't worry we are in for something wonderful in 2022 by the grace of god next month we'll be talking about loving yourself you see this year is about developing ourselves this year is about me come first every other thing follow so next month by the grace of god we can still work on the one we have um, you know we have to rush on 
and angie if you have any notes or you want to come up next month we are happy to just if there is anything you've planned and we are unable to address today we can still do it because next month by the grace of god we are talking about loving yourself you have to love yourself and it has to be you first when you love yourself other people they will be forced to love you thank you so much for your time we are blessed in jesus name see you next month by the grace of god god bless you